This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. different people. Um, another marshal 
okay, let's say you have a Rebbe who is a super Rebbe. He, his own personality is not involved. It's only there for the Talmud. So with this Talmud, he's very, very warm and friendly. This Talmud is more cold. This, this Talmud is angry. This Talmud does this. So we will say that his goal is the same, his attitude is the same, but based on each Talmud's needs, he is different in how he relates to him. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, when we speak of different meters, different alphabets, different things, we're talking about how we receive it. The the word Reitzah and Chacham and Yachol and Shalit. Let's give an example of Reitzah. We want to do something. We really want to do something. Our Seichel tells us it's not smart at all. It's, it's not wise. I shouldn't do it. So I feel in me a struggle between my Ratzin and my Seichel. My Seichel perceives this as being a stupid thing to do. My Ratzin perceives this to being a, a, a great thing to do. So it's a conflict. That means that in my world, Ratzin and Chachma are two separate things. I can understand with my mind what's good and what's not good, and I can want what's good and what's not good. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Hainuchach. There's no way where HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Ratzin is anything where his Chachma tells us no. The Torah says this is not something good, then there is no Ratzin for it. There's both a Ratzin and a Chachma. Includes all the perfection as one. So all the shlemus is not an addition to it. So let's take an example. Looking at it 
think of something that has no no limits. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like trying to eat soup with a fork. And it, it doesn't go. It, 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 you can't. You, something has to grab it. Our mind cannot grab things that don't have any edges to it. That, that there's no way to, to, to put it in, put your fingers on it. A second reason which he hints at is our understanding. If, we ask, if, if, we, if, if I say something does not make sense, because if I tell you two things exist in the same place at the same point, so I tell you that's impossible. Why? The answer is because I throw in my entire sum total of experience, and there's nothing like it. If I tell you I made a machine that can fly, I'll go back to the right brothers. I come to some machine that flies. So a lot of people told me crazy. But it's not that crazy. Birds fly. So it's a bird-like machine. I know it's flying right. So I can say it's a bird. It's a bird made out of wood, whatever it is. But I have an idea of something flying. But when I talk about something going through a wall, I, I, I build something that goes through a wall. I have zero, zero um, piece of anything like that. There's nothing I know about through a wall. It, it doesn't, I, I, don't, I don't have, none of my ex physical experience allow me to visualize it. So with that Kaddish Baruch, by talking about these things here, these are all things that I have no way to, to extrapolate. Normally when someone tells me about something, I take pictures that I have. And I, and I sort of apply it. And I say, oh, it's like this, but a little different. But I have nothing. If I tell you something goes through a wall, I have zero image of that. And therefore, um, I can scroll we understand things through the things that are created in nature. And when it comes to anything in this world, everything is very different. Everything is different and not different. I can't imagine something that is totality. The word totality doesn't exist in, 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 in uh, you know, somebody's code. So, um, I can't, I couldn't possibly extrapolate from what exists in the world. So, how do I know? Because most of the things we know understand sort of extrapolation from what I see. It's, it's, it's these things I know, A, because I have Messiris. So as, as Emis experienced, these items are Emis, one. And, and he says, and I can, um, by extrapolating from nature, she there's a logical argument. The world has to come from something that is not the world itself. So it cannot be coming from something that's a chasa. Um, and the said, 
Mitzvahs and Sesha Rei, but Yosefot and Shachar. So, two things we have. One is, so it's like things in science today. A lot of things in science today that, that don't make any sense, but we know them because it has to be that way. You know, if, if point A affected point B instantly, then it has to be able to affect it instantly, despite the fact that there's nothing going from A to B. It doesn't make any sense. So not make any sense, but I could, what I do have is I have an argument. This could not have happened if instantly there wouldn't have been a reaction. So 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 these are the items that he's talking about. We know them because of the solace, and we have arguments to buttress them, despite the fact it's not the type of idea that we can get uh, an inner sense of it. It's not the type of idea that we can get a, a handle on. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Yeah, how do we define as Kush Baruch Hu as the Olam? Is it not defining where we describe the Olam by, like, in the Olam? It's 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 part of our understanding, not being there, not bound by time. We're bound by time. It came into existence sometime, and we'll phase out of existence at some point. Yeah, because the mind that 